2: Chats, chats, chats with Leah Hats, hats, hats. What are you saying then? Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Chats with Leah Hats. This has got to be the fifth time I've tried to record the introduction to this episode. So I'm just going to be totally honest with you here. I don't know why it's so blubbing hard, but kudos to anyone who just does their podcast intros off the bat, like one take, wonders. I find this so hard. <laughs> Before we get going, just wanted to say thanks to everybody who has been listening so far, anyone who's tuned in on YouTube or Spotify, Apple, even if you've listened to it in the car, in the gym, you know, doing chores around the house. I still think, you know, half an hour to an hour is a long time of your life to give to anything. So if you've spent time listening to this podcast, that means the world to me. So thank you. I am joined by my good friend Lauren McCrosty in today's episode and if there ever really was a chat with Leah Hatz it's this episode because we truly did chat so much I I had to cut down quite a lot but whilst listening back to it I thought oh no Leah you didn't ask enough questions you weren't interested enough. And that is embarrassing. So I really am learning on the go. But Lauren and I did chat about actors manifesting, fangirling, um accents, all sorts of things, and it was all a bit all over the place. But it's very, very Leah and Lauren, if that makes sense. Um, if you're wondering how I met Lauren, um it was actually <laughs> it was actually back in two thousand and fifteen, I helped my friend Charlie make a film called Second Skin. And I was an assistant director on that film, and also I helped cast it. So if you've ever Googled me and thought, why has Leah got a casting director credit on IMDb? It's because of those films that I helped Charlie make. So we found Lauren, she was perfect for the film, and the rest is history. We've just stayed really, really good friends. I think any of Lauren's viewers might be devastated that we didn't talk about Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children, which is a film that Lauren was in. But it just didn't come up, I'm afraid. So people might be like, "You didn't talk about you didn't talk about her role," and I'll be like, "Sorry." Uh, but yeah, I'm trying to make the kind of podcast that I would like to listen to, which are just ramblings. I love ramblings. Some people love education. I love chats. So without further ado, this is McCrusty. Did I meet you before you were even twenty? I think I was either nineteen or twenty.
1: When I met you, and I remember exactly—I remember what I wore when I first met you because I have such good memory. I remember I was on the twelve bus to wow. Old Vic Street, which is called the Cut. And yes, I had I went to Byron Burger before to to the, use their toilets. So I was like, can I use your toilets, please? And I was looking in front of the mirror because there was nobody in that bathroom. And I was like, I need to prepare myself for this audition because Leah was auditioning me for oh my a gosh. part that I was audition uh, that I was I was going up for. Um which I got. Yeah. Thanks guys. Thanks for believing Thank in you. me. Um, no <laughs> Thanks for having my back. It's fine. Um yeah, we went into this like, was it a bookstore? Yeah, it was like a bookstore, but it was like downstairs. I thought I messed it up. And then you were wow. there and Charlie was there, who was the director. And yes. I was wearing a dungaree's, shocker. Oh, cool. Um, and I don't know why I'm telling you this. It's not like it's very good Den-
2: podcast. Denim, no, it's because you've got a really good memory. Like, I would never remember any of this. I remember the room yeah. because I, bu- I booked that room and I remember at the time, I think that room was only like £10 an hour. Wow. And venues in London are really expensive per hour. and We needed to host auditions, like back to back. And... Yeah, that's, uh, if anyone needs an audition room, space. Do you know the name? <laughs> no, Maybe you could get them to sponsor. It's called, oh my gosh, I bet they've, I don't even know if they're still open through the pandemic. It was the Calder Theatre Bookshop downstairs. Yeah, it was a theatre bookshop. people, yeah. And I'm surprised you use the loos at Byron Burger because opposite's the Young Vic and you can just walk straight into that theatre and just use the loo. I
1: didn't even think of that. Next time, next time I have an audition there, I don't think we're ever doing real personal auditions anymore are we it's all self tapes and stuff but yeah no I remember that and then I can't remember if I had a recall or not but I found out I got the part and then we lived together for a
2: bit yeah that was so I mean that was hilarious it was like early starts late finishes you were just you were just put th- put through the work <laughs> we put you in a bold cap oh my gosh that was hilarious yeah have you ever imagined what you'd look like bold before then
1: you know, it, the, the thought had come, had fled past my mind, but I never thought yeah. it would become a reality. I never thought my thoughts, my dream would become a reality in that sense, in that bored sense.
2: Amazing. And living in a box for a bit. That was fun. I mean, for anyone who hasn't seen this, I'm sure, I'm sure most of us are like, what, what, is, what are they talking on? about? So we did a film and it was called Second Skin and Lauren's the main, main chick yeah. in the film.
1: But don't and worry, you can't see my face for all of it. So for any viewer who's don't worry, scared about this, don't worry, like you're not going to see it for like 90% oh of it. Oh my gosh. And when you do see yeah. it, I'm bald.
2: Oh no, yes. no, no. There is some shots of me with... You do see with the hair, Yeah with the hair and the face. Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's, it's... uh I think it's a great film. Uh, we love doing it. We love meeting. And we've stayed friends ever since. And we've sort of become even better friends through the lockdown. We've helped yeah. each other get through the lockdown, which has been really, really nice.
1: Um, Lots of long talks with walks. Um, And I basically inspired you to start this podcast. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, no, pretty
2: much. <laughs> no, no. Also... You're really good at like looking at people's brand. Here's another side hustle you can maybe monetize and helping them with ideas because I've had loads of ideas from you. I've had, I mean, you should be really charging for this. You should be sending invoices. Someone actually messaged me saying, hi, Leah, I used you for my homework, like my coursework. Um, I had to write about a vlogger. So I've written about you. And I was wow. like, Do send you want me, a quote? send me the details. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like read to read it.
1: That would be quite, <laughs> quite funny. funny, like quite cool though.
2: I mean, terrifying. What have they written? How, I mean, I can just about write my own bio. How can they write a thing about me? Bios
1: are always hard, though. But imagine if the teacher goes and looks at your profile and be like, is this Leah Hatz a real person?
2: <laughs> I just had a throwback of when I went on a podcast and the and we sat down and the host went, so welcome, Leah Hatz. And I was like, Hatz? My name's Leah hatsack Hatzakis, Hatz. And then she was like, okay, guys, let's start again, start again. And we, <laughs> we was at the, this like BBC wow. pod outside and it was like this women's International Women's Day thing and she got my name wrong.
1: It's a bit ironic, isn't it? About to push, like, you know, elevate the female voice and not be able to get one of the voices' names right. Well, I'm not. I was going to say, um, but I could tell your tea by that tiny square thing. I could tell the flavour of it. Not just the brand. The flavour and that tea dedication, that's today. There's something, there's a word in
2: there. That's so true. Before we started recording, you were like, Is that the three licorice by Puka? And I was like, Yeah, it is.
1: See, I find that one too sweet. My mum loves it, but I like the
2: licorice and peppermint. Have you tried the licorice and cinnamon? Is that going to be too sweet for you as well? See,
1: I, yeah, I didn't like that because I don't really, I love cinnamon. I love cinnamon a lot, but I don't like cinnamon tea. I don't know, I just find it a bit like, Candily? do you know what
2: I mean no sometimes we really disagree on teas yeah. like there's one that I have in the evening that you've told me tastes like soap
1: oh yes yes that one does taste like soap though that one I remember I had it once and I was like this I know we do not get on that sounded so posh we do not get on no. we do n- <laughs> me and that tea do not get on we have pure arguments over that
2: oh my gosh that's a really good character for you i know i think i could um
1: should i send that clip should we if we take that <laughs> clip and should i send it to downton team downton yeah laura microsti five five jess alford <laughs> 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 i could do my um, oh my, my Iden.
2: your Iden yeah. for anyone who's listening to it and not watching oh Lauren yes just did of an, course an Iden. <laughs>
1: Uh, an audible identity, <laughs> isn't that helpful? An audible.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was fantastic. No, I, I, you saw Downton, I saw... Do you remember the Lindsay Lohan film where she plays both the twins? You mean trap? the Parent Trap? Please don't tell me you almost yeah. forgot the name from that iconic film. I did, and then I remembered it as I said it, and you reminded me of the the English Lindsay Lohan when you, like, clipped. Ali, Ali or
1: Hallie. Allie. You know, it wasn't bad Allie. for a nine-year-old because usually Americans butcher the British accent, I think.
2: She was pretty good, I yeah, thought.
1: Yeah, no, I thought it was pretty good. The best ever yeah. of all time, Renee Zell- Zellweger in Bridget Jones. Bridget best. Jones, incredible. Absolutely incredible. And you know her American accent is like pure Southern South It's like It's like, it's so the other side of America. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not just like a blanket American. It's like, you wouldn't expect that sound to come out of her.
2: She did a cracking job of it. I can I can name the, I can name the worst, but I don't know if we're about that here. Ooh,
1: no, let's not let's not put the negativity out because we don't want karma to come
2: back, do we?
1: See that universe? I'm taking the good <laughs> initiative. Do you hear that?
2: <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> yeah, who else does great um great English accents for an American actor? Um, I'm trying to think of men. They're just not as. I can think of the gr- great American accents by British actors. Yeah, I feel like, like Daniel the... Kaluuya
1: in Get Out or D- yes. is so good that American. Because everyone was like, "Oh my gosh, are you British? Like that's so weird because you yeah. you sound so American." Um, that I think I think Brits are pretty good at American accents, but I think that's because of exposure. Yes. And that's because we've literally I grown agree. up listening to Hannah Montana. That's so Raven. Well, that's that was my childhood.
2: Oh, my gosh. Me too. I, you must have had like Sky when you were a kid because we watched the same stuff. No, we I had Virgin Media, but um, right.
1: we my sister and I were only allowed to watch TV on Friday afternoons and Saturday wow. mornings, Saturday evenings, sometimes if it was X Factor and wow. Sunday evenings as well or sunday afternoons we weren't allowed to watch tv during the day and i remember my friend was like i told her like when i was at her house i was like oh are you allowed to watch tv like on a tuesday and she was like yeah and then her mom overheard me and she was like what do you mean and i was like oh i'm not allowed to i'm only allowed to watch tv on fridays saturdays and sundays and then so basically weekends. yeah it's basically weekends and she was like um and her mum was like, "Oh, okay, noted." And then that friend got really annoyed at me because she was like, "Now I'm not only allowed to watch TV on Fridays, Saturdays." And I was like, "Sorry for influencing."
2: Wow, you really are a trendsetter.
1: I well, I didn't, I didn't From mean to. I lost, young I lost age. a, a yeah.
2: friend for a good week for
1: that. Um, Because she got really annoyed, Um, understandably, because like I taken away the Simpsons from her, which I never got the hype for. But maybe that's just because I was only allowed to watch like CBBC and some Disney Channel shows and Nickelodeon. But those, yeah. But my sister, what was your favourite like childhood
2: um, of the Nickelodeon shows? I really loved. I did love Hannah Montana. mm -hmm. I loved the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Yeah, yeah. I loved. I, I, going back further Keenan and Kel was always fun see
1: I was I think I was a bit younger for that like I didn't yes. that wasn't really on TV that was like phasing out when I was allowed to like watch TV my sister and I we loved Drake and Josh
2: Drake and Josh you watched I didn't and the Amanda I know show I did the Amanda show so, I loved well, that because it was like, like comedy
1: so funny and my sister did the best um, Amanda please um, yeah. uh, impression ever <laughs> and like we had a wig and she had a sweater vest and she like did the full thing like uh, I'm number one uh, what, what? I'm Amanda's what number is one it? fan and this is my website please.com <laughs> and I was like Come. looking back at it now oh my, I, my sister and I are both like that girl deserves an Oscar because her commitment to those characters and the diversity
2: of those characters impeccable oh my gosh i feel like i'm just remembering the amanda quotes where she'd be like bacon there's one that said, <laughs> bacon or the skits something that she
1: would do i mean it was basically yeah. like a childhood snl sketch
2: yes and then that's a weird that's a good description yeah
1: and she had like Drake and Josh and Miranda, Co- no, she didn't have Miranda Cosgrove, but she had, it was made by Dan Schneider, who did like all the yes. Nickelodeon hits, like iCarly, um, Victoria, something that was called, Zoe 101, that was another really Zoe good one. Zoe 101, I loved and that one. And those phones, when they had to do, and, and the Jet X, do you remember that episode? They had the motorbikes. Damn it. I don't remember. I, is that on
2: Zoe? Is that on Zoe 101? Yeah, I, I have... Sorry, apologies for my
1: memory. It's just Albert Einstein It's amazing.
2: Here. I'm joking. Your memory is so good. But, yeah, those but, were yeah. my
1: fave Nickelodeon shows. And then I also loved uh, Hannah Montana. That's a Raven I thought was really funny. She was really... I thought Raven... I think her name is Raven Simone. Like, that, that's her real name. Um, wow. And, she, and where is she now? I think she's doing a talk show. I think she's quite controversial, wow. but...
2: that's crazy childhood nickelodeon star turns talk show controversial talk show host but there's a few
1: of those now isn't there there's like there's a few um disney channel stars who have turned into talk show hosts there's that girl adrian adrian who was on the cheetah girls (gasps)
2: film yes yes i know exactly who you mean gosh you're really good at knowing i always find myself googling what happened to insert name here but you're you're really good at knowing what's already happened. That's amazing.
1: And Miley Cyrus, during quarantine, she did a talk show. And she did a talk show, um, like, on IGTV on um, sustainability and zero waste. And she interviewed my fave, Lauren Singer.
2: Wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That is pretty cool. Lauren Singer's still going with her sustainability chat.
1: Yeah. I remember you find her controversial, but I appreciate all she's done for the zero waste community. Yeah. <laughs>
2: You know what? I'm not going to shade anyone. Mm. I'm not here to do that. No, because you know, not, we, know that we know that you were listening. We know that you were listening, Universe. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought you might think Lauren um, Singer is listening. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, she does comment on my pictures a few times or sometimes um, on uh, Instagram. So we never know. I remember she's, she did a heart on one of my pictures and I was like, I think I've just died. I think I've just wow. died from a broken heart because, or not broken heart from a bursting heart.
2: If you met her, like, what would you say? Do like, would what would you? Would you just hang out with her? Yeah, I think friend? I'd just be
1: like, "Can we be friends?" No, I I wouldn't say, yeah. "Can we be friends?" Because friends don't ask that. I would manifest that we are friends and act already like we are friends, so we become best friends. That's that's how manifestation works.
2: That's a really good strategy. Mm-hmm. I like that. You'd suggest that we do something together yeah. and then you'd be like, well, we're going to spend an hour together. That's going to deepen our friendship. Yeah. Then the next time we meet, it, maybe the next time it'll be a two hour phone call.
1: Yeah. And then maybe we would go for a walk with her dog because I know she's got a dog. I could if I was wow. in New York, I'd be like, show me the best like, zero waste shops. I already know where the best zero waste shops are in New York. But <laughs> I mean, I'd act dumb for this. Um, I really hope she's not listening to this <laughs> plan because that will really blow my cover.
2: No, that's great. I love that. I think she had a very successful TED Talk, and that was when I first became aware of her. And that's when, you know, all it takes is me reading the comments and being like, yeah, it's probably a lie, isn't it? But maybe it isn't a lie, and that's why I thought she was controversial. Well, if you
1: question that, then you've got to question every single thing that goes on on social media because if she's lying about saving the planet, but she's actually doing good, like, because even the lies like she's helping people like people think that it's possible and people are going to try and replicate it so she's helping people if she was lying I'd never even thought she was lying by the way you've only just planted that seed in my head I was like oh gosh um at least she's not promoting anything bad she's like promoting like right. a good
2: green life my brother had um, a housemate when he used to rent out a room in his house and um this girl was studying sustainability and John always thought it was hilarious because she'd buy a big plastic bottle, like big two liter water bottle, every day from the nearest supermarket. And that's treason my and in my be- vi- books. That's treason. Yeah. <laughs> my brother and his fiance would always be like, "Oh, um, why does what's the why point? Is she doing that? Yeah. Like, isn't she studying sustainability?" And they questioned her on it. Um, and I'm not going to do her accent because she's not from the UK. But she was like, "I have to because the water tastes like shit here." <laughs> you can get a carbon filter, love. Black and blue. They had a they they had a Brita filter at home and everything, and she still went and bought her two liter bottle, which is hilarious. But um, why is hypocrisy so funny? I think it's because it
1: it lies in I don't know. It's sort of I guess it's a mixture of I don't want to be mean, but like idiocy. I don't want to be mean, but idiocy. Um, no, I'm joking. But it is a combination of lots of things because it's a, like hypocrisy is you know do, doing something which you innately think is wrong or bad that must be some deep rooted thing in like you think that you're better than people that all that it doesn't um apply to you this whole thing doesn't apply to you or that it's different if you
2: do it yeah but that's if they're even aware that they're doing it is yeah. it's when people do stuff but like it's the complete lack of awareness yeah. that they're breaking their own mantra yeah. or, or yeah, yeah. that's what's funny yeah i think that's what's hilarious about people like that i keep doing this elbow lean thing i'm really sorry no, I'm just, it's okay
1: it's getting used to the, my the, posture. the um the podcast posture yeah
2: Oh my gosh, I've got no podcast etiquette. Like I am, I always get comments saying like, "Stop touching your hair," "Stop touching your face."
1: I I find those um those comments so sort of strange because it's like you're literally policing people on on how they on how they're breathing and how they're living, and it's like, "Don't breathe like that," "Don't watch me," then like this is just how I yeah, am.
2: Really sorry for touching my hair. Yeah, sorry, I have to wash it more than usual because I touch it so much. Maybe the yeah, like maybe your hair wouldn't get so greasy if you didn't touch it all the time. Yeah. And I'm like.
1: I think it's funny how some people you see people how comment how people react to comments so so you get some creators being like um you know someone will say something like oh I prefer your old vlogs like this one is horrible and people be like they'll go straight to the root of the commenter's problem and they'll be like I hope you get therapy for your issues because you're obviously harboring so much hate and it's like wow you've just gone you you haven't acknowledged the fact that they, they've got a comment you've just said what they've got is mean so I'm going to balm it with some sort of like oh don't like b- blanket blanket like sort of
2: blanket it yeah it's like
1: you know when you have a fire and you put a blanket over it. it's literally just like it, it, not really dealing with the problem but just like hitting it out I don't know shot, like shot it shutting it down, it down. Yeah, I
2: think I know what you mean it depends totally what mood I'm in to how I might respond to something. There'll be times where I just reply swearing or times where I reply with kindness. Mm. It's, it's, it depends what day they catch you on. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, and what's happened and, like, if you're in the Starbucks queue or if you went for your yeah. tea to boil or not boil, in my case.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, I've obviously always been, like, for online, known as part of a duo and Joel gets messages like this all the time, where his, they'd be like, "Where's Leah?" And he just replies like, "I don't know. Go and ask her. <laughs> like, you're, on, you're on my page." Yeah. And like, it's really funny because like, if they just catch you on in the wrong the day, <laughs> yeah, they catch you on the wrong day, and you're like, "This is just don't ask this question." But anyway, Lauren, more about you. This is not about me. Did you get your nails done by um, the way? They look very glam. Yeah, I got them done, like, four or five days ago. I I wanted to show you, but then that's the... <laughs> One this is the, zoom. That's the Yeah, so I decided to just get them, like, painted nice. to look, like, French. So if yeah. you say French, that's what they do. Isn't
1: that weird that it's, but, like, do French people France. have particular nails? Or is it, like, a, is it just
2: a, I Is know. it a manicure which
1: was created in France?
2: Yeah, like, yeah, can I get a French manicure, please? Oh, why, do all French women have nice nails like that? Probably.
1: Probably. French people are just yeah. immaculate
2: yeah, immaculate. I'm I actually gonna <laughs> got to say something
1: reminded me of debois yeah. Prada, um, Love and that I film. watched this thing on YouTube. I found a couple of days ago, and it was incredible. It was like this person's channel, and they because I'm a film nerd as well. You probably are as well. Oh my being- gosh! I got a
2: feeling, a psychic feeling. I know what you're going to say. Okay, guess what I'm going to say. Is it the channel where she assesses the fashion of every film? Yeah.
1: Modern oh Girls. Gosh, we are is, so yeah. in
2: sync. She's so good. She's done loads of films. So we watched her Devil Wears Prada one. I haven't yeah, seen that. Yeah, the Devil
1: Wears Prada one is, is is really good. But also, I don't know if you've seen the Lindsay Lohan film Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen.
2: Yeah, but ages ago. So...
1: I watched it, I think I watched it a few times because it was like one of the only Lindsay Lohan films that um, we used to get. Like my sister and I used to be able to rent out from like our local video VHS store. Isn't that crazy that one of those used to exist? And so we used to be able to, we used to get it like, I don't know, a few times a year because it was like the only one that that they had. And we like love Lindsay Lohan. Um, And we watched it and it was like a good fun film and Megan Fox is in it. And Megan Fox is like 16 in it. And Megan Fox literally looks... Beautiful, as always, um, but she yeah. looks at least, like, 23, 25 or something. And I'm like, how are you 16 years old? Like, I feel like wow. I still look, like, 16, so yeah. maybe I'm giving myself too much credit for that. But.
2: You do you do look, look very young, but I'm really bad at gauging age. So, like, I before this podcast, I was looking at a clump of grey hairs that have formed in my hair, oh. And I know, and i I felt really sorry for myself, and I was like, I Get over it, Leah. like it's just just it could
1: just be the light, you know, it could just be the light,
2: nah, you're very kind, you're very kind, but I think one thing that I heard online, and someone was doing like a q and a and the, the person answering was like, you've just got to, you've got to shake yourself out of it. You've got to like, look at yourself and go, I'm the youngest I'm ever going to be. Like right now, That's Lauren, true. you are the youngest you'll ever be. Like right now, a second now, you're a bit older. Yeah. So like, just enjoy it and start to love it because I'm not sure, I'm sure you're not bothered about aging or anything. You don't, I mean, you're, you're going to look 16 forever. No, I
1: think a couple years ago, or not not even a couple years ago, it was like during quarantine. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm actually, I'm going to need to start using wrinkle cream because they say use it now. And like, that's why I've started using sun cream every day because I'm- Preventative. Exactly. Preventative medicine is the best kind of medicine. It's not medicine, Mm. wrinkle cream, but you know, and you don't even know if it works because it's a bit too late. Like you don't know it works until it's too late. Do you know what I mean?
2: I just think all of it is marketing. Probably. I'm afraid. (laughs) Like I don't know if I truly believe in any cream that can prevent wrinkles apart from using spf daily to but that's not for wrinkles is it
1: i think it's for skin cancer and aging because if you if you go out in the sun too much oh it started raining now um if you go out in the sun too much it does age you quicker and you might not know that until you wake up one day and you're dead well you're not dead but you look you know 60 and you're only 25 and i I don't want that to happen because
2: i'm an actress so this is my
1: this is my this is how i
2: get jobs that's the money maker yeah, the that's basically money maker. the money maker it reminds
1: me of the oh cheap gosh. dozen quote have you seen that
2: film with Ashton Kutcher yeah but again years ago and you're, you're I'm like, like I'm throwing it back I'm throwing it back I'm just you guys remember like specific moments from like films that are just oh, yeah. iconic and I'm like he's like you, do you remember that bit and, <laughs> da, da, da. and I'm like no I don't I bet
1: if um, like, me you and Ash. Yeah. Ach- were like, met up, I, me and him
2: would just be like, and you'd be like, mm, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand, don't know, don't know. <laughs> I'd be like, let me just vlog it. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um, before, so just taking it back, taking it back, for anyone who might be listening to this podcast, yeah. have you been on other podcasts where they've asked you, like, the classic questions, like, how did you get into
1: all of this? Yes. Actually, I think all of the podcasts that I've done have been about dyslexia. And about acting wow. with dyslexia, which is, and I think I've been on three or four now and they've all been about dyslexia and they've all been about um, acting with dyslexia. And okay. obviously that kind of like means, how did you start? And it's this, I mean, I, yeah. there was an audition going around my school. I auditioned for a, a film. I thought it was for an extra and I got a part, well, I got like a, an audition and I was like, for a part like for for an extra role and I was like "Does this, this happen yeah. I've never done it before I didn't tell my mom I didn't tell anyone because I was just like I don't want to jinx it again but also I I didn't really know what was happening and then mm. um I, I I got a part in it and then I got an agent and then from the agent I got auditions and then more yeah. work so it but it's
2: just a domino effect, it, it is and really? I think
1: it's so difficult to say how you get into the industry as an actor because it's so different for everyone. And if you were to follow my route or if someone else was to follow my route or if I was to follow someone else's route, it would have a different outcome because it's all about timing. It's all about, you know, luck. It's all about, you know, sadly, kind of like your face at that time. And um, yeah, um if you fit into the casting of everybody, like it's so... It's true. It, it, there are so many things involved, in, like included in it and... and and I was thinking this yesterday, actually. I was like, is, my, is drama school just, just like a whole fraud in itself? Because yeah. if you think about it, it's it like is. 98% of actors can't get their money from acting. So it means that 98% at least of that drama class will not be able mm. to get their money. So is it really fair to teach them mm. to, to, to do all of this and Mm. take so much money from them and maybe Mm. also damage them mentally (laughs)
2: um mentally and financially yeah yeah.
1: and then you not actually get a job or not be able to it's not like any other thing and I just think it's so crazy Mm. how in every kind of other type of industry or any other type of university, they take up to 300 students for... Or, you know, how many students for each year or each course. They take, what, 30 a year for each drama? 30,
2: I think, for drama school, yeah. I mean, it's mad. It's mental.
1: It's mad. It is mental. And they... I didn't even go to drama school, so I only know from, like, reading about it and people like you who have have done...
2: um, who've who've done their time in it. (laughs) like It's done their time. I, I think, like... It's mostly luck mm. and, like you said, your, your face, what you look like, what you sound like. If I, I, I don't know. I think it's a combo of luck and manifestation as well. I think, mm. the, the, I think the people that are crazy enough to think that it could happen for them, I think it does.
1: You know, I think there's, there's definitely truth in that because they... I was reading a quote. It's from the book uh, The Artist's Way, and she says... I'm trying to remember like this is my acting book and it has like all my mind maps in from um i'm trying to remember basically she was saying how um sometimes confidence gets you the job just like basically it's like a that's a um shorter mm. way of saying like sometimes confidence just gets you the job and um if you if you act like you're going to do well regardless of your skill you're going to do mm. better than someone who has skill but doesn't believe themselves that's so true. Um, and I think that is sometimes why when you see people on TV and you're like... or like, Nah, who gave you that job? But it, it, I just think it's so God. sad because there are so many talented actors out there. They're not given the chance or they're not given the right support to to get to the stage that they want to. And I, me- I always remember you saying that when we were filming, you know, back way back when we were in Charlie's house and you were like, I remember there was a girl from Liverpool... I think you mm. said, or Manchester, yeah. who was at RADA with you and she said she was really good. She was like one of the best actresses you've ever seen and she's like now a flight attendant and no no shade or anything there. It, she can do what she no. wants, but it's like someone with such talent um, could not make it and that could be through their choice or through the industry's choices or...
2: Exactly. Yeah, you've got a good memory for those things. Yeah, a lot, I think most people just yeah, I don't know, I don't know what the stats are, but maybe 50% of the year went into something else, 10% have gone on to, like, be doing acting yeah. loads, like, for instance, when I was there, Tara Egerton was in his wow. third year, and when we put on our Netflix last night to choose a film, Rocketman <laughs> came up, and then Atch was like, Atch was like, oh, isn't that that guy who did Eddie the Eagle, and, like, I just wanted to be like, yeah, yeah, he he did he did really well from RADA. <laughs> but I, guys, I did an open mic once and then came off stage and Taryn said, I was thinking about how I was going to propose to you the whole way through. <gasps> so I should have taken Taryn Eckerton's proposal and ran with it, I, but I didn't. Do you,
1: you have not told me that before, Leah. If I not, no. Taryn
2: was lovely. Oh, lovely chap. wow. I do, was, what was that when
1: you were at RADA?
2: Yeah, and we'd all like open mic was on a Friday night and people from all the years, all the courses would be there. Wow. And um, yeah, Taryn had some lovely things to say about my voice. So maybe I should just follow that and just start singing again. Do you know what I mean? Like on your CV, like, you know, when they yeah. have quotes Taryn from like favorites. Taryn nearly proposed yeah, to yeah, me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he said that he does. He,
2: yeah. he said that he would marry me. So just, just put it yeah. on there. That's so funny. He was like the shiny boy though. Like I think... They do have favourites, don't at they? At school, in school. Like, Yeah. They have
1: people, and they're like. Because I
2: remember Phoebe waller was like, "Oh, I wasn't a favourite. Um, I wasn't. I wasn't there. I wasn't there when she did so that. Rather, but you couldn't tell. But I think she's fantastic. Yeah. I love her. My friend was on holiday, and Phoebe waller was in the same location. Wow, where on holiday was it? And it was in the. She was in um, uh, somewhere. St Lucia. Oh Lucia. Wow, yeah. Okay. Somewhere out there, yeah. And she was like, I'm on the same flight as Phoebe. And um, they were out there, the same location, same place. Proper bougie, like quite a bit of dollar to go there. And then they were on the same flight. No, no, they weren't on the same flight back. Phoebe had left early, but I was like, go up to her on the beach and tell her you love her. And she was like, I can't, I can't. On the beach? I can't imagine her like in a hot place. Do you know what I
1: mean? I know. I know that's a really random thing to say, but I don't know, she seems to always be...
2: Yeah, I'm like, I can't imagine you anywhere other than along the streets of London. Yeah,
1: <laughs> in Soho. Have you yeah. seen that Vogue uh, 21 questions or 73 questions they did with her?
2: I've seen the video. I think I have. Or is it just the article? I feel like I've seen that.
1: It's a video of her you... walking around Soho and to a very empty London. And I'm like, I don't think Soho is that empty unless it was filmed, <laughs> well, it wasn't filmed during... In the lockdown. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, she's doing... She wrote the co-wrote The New Bond, which was meant to come
2: out it's insane um it's crazy she's making she's making coin good for she her. Is making coin for She's making
1: coin and she's making history and she's appreciation yeah. for miss wb um
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah but if you if you weren't in the acting industry what do you think you'd be doing because i think i know what you'd be doing but what do you think you'd be doing i
1: think that's a really good question um I, you know, I'm not gonna lie, I really like Pilates, but I feel like, <laughs> I think I could be a Pilates teacher, but I I, also think I couldn't, because I, I don't, I don't feel like I have great patience with some people, I think, yeah, I, you know, I kind of like simple things, I like organising stuff, I could be like a professional yeah. organiser for people, or like go into people's houses, mm. and like,
2: I always like Marie Kondo stuff because yeah. we always said that if you were going to come down to Chichester in our January plans that didn't go ahead because of COVID, oh, yeah. then you were going to help me organise my drawers. Oh yeah, gosh, that was a being good. We were meant to have like theatre time, yeah. organising time, your time. <laughs> yeah, that was going to be lovely. But I think I know it's not directly. It's kind of related to the industry, yeah. but I think you'd be an eco person on set. I see. That you told me about those jobs where people go on yeah. set and they tell them how they can be greener. I think that could be definitely a, something that I do and I would do yeah. that now.
1: But I feel like when I am on set, I do that already. Like, I'm like, where is this going afterwards? Or like, oh, I'm going to bring my water bottle in tomorrow. Do you want me to bring you one in? I can I can do that if you like. You don't need to borrow that so box funny. and stuff. Um but, no, I, I definitely think, because it's a, that's a fairly new job, and I think only big, big um, big budget. budget film production houses can afford to employ one more person. seems a bit silly, but, um, you know, they, they think to,
2: that... To make it greener. Yeah, and they're
1: not seeing it as, like, a credible thing right now. But, you know, I think it is changing. And um, But lots of those times, those people are, like, really, really clever, and they, like, know so much about sustainability, whereas I'm just like plastic is bad <laughs> um so yeah yeah but i definitely think i, I think i'd enjoy that because then i'd still get to enjoy the film stuff but i think you know i really like costumes as well and i think i just like watching and learning about it like i'm so fascinated with the intricacies of film and like the easter eggs that are planted into films you know i watched like an analysis of promising young women and how colors are used in it and i was like oh my gosh oh, wow. i didn't even clock this the first time around and And it just makes you really appreciate something like that,
2: I don't know. I think you definitely were born to do what you do. Which is nothing. No, I'm joking. Manifestation. No, I'm not manifesting
1: nothing. I'm not manifesting nothing.
2: Oh my gosh, quickly, undo it. Undo it. Yeah. Well, I don't even know how long we've been speaking for, but I feel like we've had a great chat. Is there anything I haven't asked you? Um... Which I already haven't asked you anything. No, I think we've had a great
1: <laughs> chat. I think we've talked, we've had a couple of throwbacks. This has been a, I mean, a throwback episode, I feel like. Um, lots of 90s, 2000s, Y2K, which I learned last year, what meant year 2000 and zero. Year 2000, Y2K. So year it's 2000. year 2000. Wow. 2000. Two.
2: That's amazing. Someone younger than you will have taught you that. No, I, I
1: had to Google it also I wanted to this is something I wanted to ask you I remember I saw you a couple of weeks ago post on Twitter what does this mean and it was the emoji eye mouth eye do you know the one I mean yes I, I don't what does it mean What are you allowed to say it or is it
2: x-rated um I think it means like this like shock okay. can you see that face yeah no under? I can I
1: just that... I'm trying to remember the context in which I've seen it in so it's like they're like this
2: Okay, that's my I acting. I thought it was
1: like young sort of thing.
2: Oh right, you thought it was rouge, like yeah. that's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Hips and the eyes, like- or
1: like, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to do it as if without seeming weird. Um, okay. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah. I think it's meant. I thought it was a bit. I thought it was. I thought it was sexual.
2: <laughs> right. I, I don't think no, it is. you don't? I don't okay. think it is. From what, from what the replies told me, it's just kind of like Confused. a shock thing. Yeah. yeah, I think it's shock and like disbelief.
1: Right. Disbelief. Okay. Okay. That makes sense now. That makes sense.
2: But if it was sexual, that would also make sense because I feel like I've seen other tweets where people use it in a sexual way
1: because i i feel like sometimes when this those sorts of things happen like people use those emoji combinations or those or some people will say things and i feel like sometimes people who use it don't understand it Mm. which confuses people who don't understand at all what it means and don't use it so i'm like what does that mean so like when at came along like oh don't at me i used it in the wrong context because i heard it in the wrong context and so everyone was like no you're so stupid it's not because at means like don't don't start an argument with me. Don't, like, don't try and fight me on it because I win. Like, whereas I used it it's like, um, don't at me. Like, I don't even know how I used it. I just used it in the wrong context and I just seemed like such an idiot. Which is a recurring occurrence.
2: If you're going to tag someone on Twitter and you go, like, at Lauren LaCrosty, yeah. that's me atting you, isn't it? Yeah. But in real life, if I was to don't at you, yeah. then it means, like, don't call me out on it. Yeah. But is that it? Okay i don't i i need to start using that one more
1: but isn't it weird when people use social media language in real life like don't get too deep oh no no it's not deep it's not deep or um yeah uh, don't, don't <laughs> such I, I don't know it's just it's all like uh, lamano it's like sorry what like let me lamano la, like la, oh,
2: la, la me. yeah do you know the one i mean i'm probably saying lemeo. L-M-A-O,
1: yeah.
2: l-m-a-o yeah a-o lemeo. When you, yeah i wouldn't do that one in real life no. that's sad. i think
1: it's very strange um we're going to what's the word evolve like previous yes. gen- next generations are going to evolve to have like different thumbs to ours because if you see an old person type on their yeah. on their screen they go like this
2: yes they whereas do. Yes. people go
1: like, and this hurts my thumbs I-, I-, I can't do it for too long and i'm like Does it hurt yeah i'm like oh my gosh am I old
2: yeah, I feel like after a while of using the thumbs, I need massage here.
1: That's when you're like, Just okay, phone down, phone down. Screen time needs to go down.
2: Needs to go down. Let's not even confess to our screen time. That'd be embarrassing.
1: I saw someone and they were like, my screen time is 16 hours. I'm like 16 hours, six. Oh my gosh. But I don't even understand how people's battery survives that.
2: They don't. They must have it plugged in whilst they're using it. There's no way.
1: I remember I knew an actress and she, her phone case was a charger. And so it never <laughs> ran out. Like her phone was like massive because it was like an iPhone. Yeah. And then the chart, like, you know, the. The,
2: There's the face. Was, yeah, yeah. No, I it It's pretty I've intense. It's pretty intense. Yeah. They're so bulky though. Yeah. They, they went in and out of fashion. Yeah. I'm afraid. It's like, they're it's terrible for the convenience
1: convenient planet. for
2: that yeah. day. But then the char- then the cases ran out of
1: charge. So, you know. Remove yourself from the phone at some point in your life.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do you remember when I was obsessed with Clubhouse?
1: No. Did I tell you about that? Maybe Penguin Clubhouse. That's what I was thinking. Was it Club Penguin? No. Clubhouse,
2: the app. Yeah. Maybe I didn't. I don't even know what Clubhouse
1: is. I've heard people talk about it, but it's just because I'm not invited in it, isn't it? It's
2: because I don't. Oh, I have an invite, but I don't want to let you. Well, I'd let you in, but then your procrastination. Yeah, well, procrastination. I don't like procrastination. It's
1: not for me. So well, I don't like it, no, but exactly. I think everybody has it. I but-
2: can't remember what else I was saying. Yeah, emojis. You're saying you're obsessed with it. Obsessed with Clubhouse. Yeah. yeah. No, the only reason that I thought of that is because battery life, that's the, the time in my life where the battery life was like 10 hours a day. Wow um because i was listening into conversations on clubhouse it was like being at a live event oh. and listening into these very inspiring talks and just being so pumped. I'd go out walking, listening to Clubhouse and being like, wow, there's just opportunity everywhere. Pow, pow, pow. I'm going to get this. Life's going to be so good. And then I was like, I actually need to come off this platform.
1: Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because I think sometimes I wake up and I'm like, I need to do my meditation. I need to do all of this. But it's like, I need to use my phone to do that. And I don't want to use my phone. Like there's this, you know, unwritten rule. You wake up, you know, the best morning routine is like you wake up and you drink a gallon of water and then you do meditation for 10 minutes. Yeah. Using the Site timer or using a meditation app and then you i don't know you do some yoga or something but um you either have to be self-taught in all those disciplines or mm. very talented to be able to go straight cold turkey into them without guidance so i need to use my phone then to be able to to access that um that help but they say don't use your phone so i don't you know mm. you're stuck in that catch-22 unless you turn it on airplane mode
2: I think you are allowed to use the phone if you ignore. So, say you wake up in the morning, mm. you want to go on Insight Timer, but you see a message from your agent that's like, urgent audition today ASAP. Gosh. How much strength do we have to take? <laughs> <laughs> it would take you a lot of strength to not open that yeah. at 6 a.m. Yeah. and prioritize your meditation mm. and then open that later. So I think maybe that's why they say don't open the phone because the phone is going to be the distraction. Yeah. But if you're able to just go to the phone and open the thing that you're meant to do, then you're fine. Yeah. But that takes power. It takes power, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: because phones are designed to take advantage of our psychological weaknesses. And oh, wow. Yeah. That was the that was You've my been insight doing a lot from of... social dilemma yeah. then Netflix documentary, which I recommend.
2: <laughs> yeah, I love it when you. That's one thing you say in real life where you go, quote unquote. So you'd be like, that's taken from um quote unquote social dialogue. You know
1: where I take that from? I listen to so many is it happy yeah no, it's awards chatter podcasts. It's such a good podcast. And he always says, quote, unquote. And and I I just was like, gosh, that's I've never heard someone say it. And because I listened to so much of it, it must have just infiltrated into my system. And it's part of your personality. Part of my now. personality now.
2: So do you say it before the quote? So do you say she said Quote unquote, and then say the thing, or do you say the thing and then say quote say, unquote? Leah said, quote unquote, I'm starting a podcast and
1: I want you on it. So it's weird because like you say both of the quote unquote at the beginnings, so not quote da da da. Yeah, unquote. as
2: you write, yeah, because it wouldn't work if you said one and then said the quote and then said unquote. Yeah. It just wouldn't work. It'd so I love it bulky, when you say it.
1: Whereas this is yeah. a bit more. <laughs> I'm so clever. Blah, 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 yeah, sort of thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, when you're like yeah, it's very quote unquote um, nuanced. I love that. I love that. It's so funny. I feel
1: like sometimes my phone conversations are as if I'm on a
2: podcast, as
1: in like as if I'm hosting my own <laughs> podcast
2: that nobody's listening to. That's what I feel like every single every single phone call we've had in lockdown could have been a podcast episode, minus, minus the very personal yeah, deep yeah. things. Yeah, maybe, maybe so... last
1: week 4s wasn't um, X-rated. Not X-rated, but <laughs> yeah. just, not, just not for normal consumption. N-
2: no way. Yeah. Um so yeah again I mean apologies that ours didn't take off maybe maybe it can in the future now that we've formed the the foundations yeah, yeah. of like we can chat about anything now yeah. whereas at the beginning like we were 5 just talking years about ago or however long
1: and I think I probably still have that podcast no I tried to look for it and I couldn't find it um did have it on my my computer for like a good while afterwards decade. I don't know why I was I kept thinking is she ever going to send me back her edit? Like, <laughs> no, I'm joking. You had to build that amazing um, channel. I remember, like, you when we first wow. met, you had like only a few videos on, and you were like playing that girl Freya. Okay. I and mean, you only had a few oh, videos yeah. on, and maybe a few like British ones. And then I remember you mentioned procrastination in the in one of your videos. You were like procrastination, wow. and you got Joel to sing it as well. And I was like, Oh my gosh, oh my Joel gosh. and they are both singing my song that wow. I wrote. Yeah. Why do
2: they not, um, you know, copyright? Quote unquote. Yeah. Why do they not quote unquote Laura Macross yeah. lyrics? Lyrics by Laura Macross. Links down
1: below. Where's my link? Where's my link? Uh, oh
2: my I didn't gosh. get Universal
1: Studios coming knocking on my door, being like, Can we give you a record deal? Yeah. Because you didn't, oh you didn't,
2: you didn't at me. Quite, I'm quite, <laughs> don't worry, they're not, they're not knocking on my door either. <laughs> but maybe they will do after yeah, the podcast. They, I think they will. Really, that's so lovely. I mean, I'm just—it is a passion project. But passion
1: projects—that's where. um The best stuff comes because like you're just, you know, not, not any expectations on it, but you know, you're doing it through want and and love. And I feel like I actually listened to this. Oh my gosh. I literally get all my information and my conversations from podcasts. I was listening to a podcast with Heston Blumenthal and he said that he did this, uh, not competition, this, um, what's it called when you do, like scientists do them. Experiment. Experiment, that's word word. So did, just do them. Wow, I seem clever, don't I? Um, he he said that he did this experiment with this Japanese scientist slash cook, chef, yeah. and he had like um, three glasses and he put the equal amount of rice in each single one um, and it was the same rice and then he filled it up with water and um, he spoke to, you know, glass one, um, with love and kindness, and the, the water stayed clear for, like, you know, 30 days afterwards. Then he spoke to the second glass, filled with rice and water, with, um, like, hateful comments, like, you are disgusting, you are ugly, da and all this stuff. This is to rice, by the way. Um, and then um, in the third glass, which had rice and water in it, he ignored. And after 30 days... The one which was ignored um, got a bit green and murky, and then the one that um, was sent hen- hate- was spoken hateful comments to. Um, the rice and the water went black and smelt like cheese. Um, and then <laughs> random, um, but this is true. And then the one which was clear, like I said, um, stayed. Sorry, the one that he said loving kindness messages to stayed clear. The water stayed clear. So that's incredible because that's like that. That's what you sell. Tr- that's what happens to rice. So imagine what you say to yourself and how that has an impact to yourself.
2: Yeah, you're like, this is to rice, yeah. not even to a brain. This is to rice this after is to thirty rice. days
1: and water. Rice and water. I and I feel I like we're more complex than to rice. say nicer
2: things to themselves. Did you say we're more complex than we think?
1: I, more complex than rice. <laughs> I mean, rice is a complex carbohydrate, but we are complex carbohydrate, you know, car- carbohydrates plus other things.
2: So we are, we've got one up. We are like 10 million up from rice. And if rice is behaving like that, it's like, imagine how badly we're behaving from the negative things we're saying to ourselves.
1: I mean, it's a whole manifestation thing. You've just got to think positive and you've got to tell yourself you're amazing and all those things. And I feel like um, a British person doing manifestation work is like, I am deserving, (laughs) I'm great, Oh, but I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
2: Like, oh my tarnishing
1: it with all the things.
2: You'll probably watch or listen back to this podcast on like four times. No, speed
1: I, I, just... I will listen to it on one point five.
2: I'm joking. I'm, really joking. I'm joking. I'm <laughs> joking.
1: I will listen to it on one. That's
2: fine because it's me. Like, I'm I want I want to drag joking. it out. Three point five.
1: Three point five. I think the most I've ever done is I think it was two point eight or three. And oh my gosh, they were talking fast. But some YouTubers wow. I listen to on two times speed, but. They already speak very fast and my sister will sometimes come in or me listening to them at home or something um, just in the background and she'll be like, who are you listening to? What language is that? And I'm like, no, it's, it's English. I'm not learning a new language. It's, it's just spoken very, very fast. And
2: Oh, my goodness. You do
1: have to yeah. train yourself up to I don't know when I started. I think there was a YouTuber and she said, oh, if this is boring, you just listen to it on two times speed. And I was like, there's an option for that. And I found wow. it in the sidebar and I was like oh my gosh
2: revelation I might attempt to go up to 1.2 but that's wow. 1.5 1.2 1.5 see how it goes thank you but sometimes
1: <laughs> the, if it's the content it depends on how long the vlog is or how long the video is or if I really like the the creator like and I really like their videos and they only do like once a week or once or two every two weeks I will just eat normal normal time they deserve the
2: full time treat yourself to 1.0 yeah no That's amazing One But sometimes Zero. If you listen
1: to it on 0.5 Like half the speed It's, it's like <gasps> yeah, It's quite funny And then if you go straight oh, no. to two It's very funny That was me during lockdown wow. everyone
2: That was me um, Just moving between <laughs> the speeds Of YouTube videos That's incredible yeah. Wow Well One clap for Laura McCrosty everyone One, two, three Just one Because no, that's I'm how Lauren. much I deserve I'm joking <laughs> Where can people find you If they don't already follow you?
1: Well, I don't want to give my address. Um, <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, um, you can find me at Lauren McCrosty, which is L-A-U-R-E-N. Yeah. Forgot how to spell my name for a second. Um, L-A-U-R-E-N, M-C-C-R-O-S for sugar, T-I-E. And Leah will link everything down below.
2: I'll link everything down below. I've never said this before, but you know, on podcasts, i are like, I'll oh, leave it in the show notes. Yeah.
1: Ooh, mic drop. Oh my
2: gosh. Show notes. Yeah. Like, what even is that? Okay, I will. If anyone reads the show notes, I'll leave it in the show notes. And if you're watching this in video form on YouTube, then I Comment will. Comment a special word. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Comment a special word. Show notes. Yeah. No,
1: I think it should be something related to our chat.
2: Okay. Um, yeah. What could the code word be if you've listened to it this far along? I think T pigs tea. T pigs tea. Nice. Yeah, that's good. That's definitely going to help with the sponsorship. You're very good, you're very strategic that's
1: me it's I'm, I'm just a i'm i am multi-faceted multi multi talented all those things yeah all linked down below that's really I'm good joking this is all i'm sarcastic that is sarcastic some people don't get my sarcasm and they're like oh my gosh she's really
2: big-headed and i'm like no i'm she's sarcasm this sarcasm guys i yeah. actually that's another one of my really many working traits. hard yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Lauren. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. We'll probably speak to you tomorrow for more fun. Yeah, more fun. Not online. (laughs) Um,
1: It's been so nice to chat, as always, and um, yeah, share our chats with more people.
2: Thank you guys so much for listening. That was a really long episode, so I really, really appreciate everybody who stayed all the way through. Um, Don't forget, you can follow Lauren. I will leave all of her info in the show notes or in the description if you're watching this on YouTube. Lauren has actually started a new project. It's called Meraki Mailouts. So follow on Instagram for updates. It's a business around creativity. So if you're somebody looking to get more creative, then go check out that page. There will be updates on it soon. Thanks again to Lauren for joining me. And I'll see you all in the next podcast episode. Bye. Chats, chats, chats with Leah. Hats, hats, hats. What are you saying then?